Sammy. And this is the Holistic Heart Podcast, the place for all things therapy and mental health. We know navigating the human experience can be as challenging as it is beautiful. So we wanted to create a space where we can dive deep into self-exploration, normalize the struggle, and hold space for hard topics and conversations. We are so excited to have you join us on this journey. Welcome to the Holistic Heart Podcast. I'm Kristen, and I'm here with my favorite co-host, Sammy. Hello. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about the mind-body connection and expression, which are very much in Sammy's wheelhouse. Um, And and of course, part of the whole is that... um, and what we do here at Holistic Heart in general, but Sammy's for sure one of our resident experts on this particular area. Um, And so, yeah, we were talking about a little bit about what what we wanted to talk about today and what the episode could be about. And Sammy has a workshop coming up um, for expressive arts, accessing the mind-body connection through expressive arts. Is that right, Sammy? Yes, it is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And um, that's coming up in September. So she's thinking she's got that on her mind. And um, so we thought this topic would be an appropriate and timely topic to sort of explore together today. Um, And also like super fun to talk about, I feel. Oh, totally. I mean, yes, I love this topic. (laughs) We could talk endlessly about this topic. I know. It's like a couple episodes ago, we were talking about one of my favorite topics. So it's only right that now we talk about one of Sammy's. Um, and also, I think like maybe a place to start would just be this idea of the mind-body connection in general, um, because I think it's like something that maybe if you're, you know, in holistic mental health and in holistic wellness, you might have like oh yeah, like I get that context for it. Um, but maybe some people who are listening haven't haven't heard it or aren't really sure what we're talking about. So I'm wondering, Sammy, if maybe we start there, if you could share a little bit about what, what we're talking about when we say mind-body connection. Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it can be helpful wherever you're coming from contextually in terms of your understanding of health as a whole to um, continue to explore what your mind-body connection means to you individually and as a whole too. So I'm going to reference, um, we had done an episode about this. And again, I think we could talk endlessly about this topic, but it makes me think of when we're experiencing emotions. So emotions in the body, I think is a really great example and a great, um, like an accessible way of understanding what the mind body connection is. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is if you think about experiencing a specific emotion, when you're let, I don't know, let's just say, um, like if you're feeling anxious or something, when there's that emotion, that mental experience of that, that you're, um, experiencing through your mind, there's also an experience that you are experiencing through your body. And so that connection that is there between the two is inherent. And so we have an innate connection between our minds and bodies. I'm actually going to like rewind for a second because I hear people talk a lot about like, well, I don't have a mind body connection. Like I, my mind and body are, aren't connected. And to that, I say, 
we can certainly lose our connection to this connection or our understanding, our awareness. Exactly. However, we don't get to choose if our mind and bodies are connected because, and I think we said this during one of our first episodes, mental health is inherently physical health is inherently um, spiritual health is inherently emotional health. And so there are obviously specific elements to each of these. Like for instance, if you fell and broke your leg, you're not necessarily going to go and talk to your therapist about that, right? You're going to go into a doctor for that. However, that doesn't mean that it's not impacting you. Like a physical injury like that isn't going to impact you on a mental, emotional level. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like, how, how did that happen? Are you scared to do something? Cause you, you know, like there's all kinds of connections there. Yeah. And where expression comes into play is, is just that. How do we express? We emote through our bodies. So we are having experiences through our mind. And, and when I say mental, emotional, I'm referring to the mind element of the mind body connection. Um, however, mental, emotional also is impacting our physical as well. So that the, the, I often refer to this as soma or somatic when you're experiencing things in your body, we have sensations, right? So if you think about, if you squeeze your fist together, you have not just one sensation, many sensations, and that can also elicit sensations that are a little bit different than physical. Maybe that is bringing up a memory that you have in your mind. Maybe it's bringing up a, um, more of an emotional sensation for you. So that mind-body connection can go both ways. So it doesn't just mean that, oh, we're feeling an emotion, so we're feeling it through our bodies. Something that we're feeling it through our body can also elicit um, an emotional experience as well. Yeah, and that makes me think of sort of um, in the mental health provider world, we talk about it from like a top-down or bottom-up perspective, right? And like, so if you think about that, um, as like top down being thought to body or mind to body and then bottom up being body to mind and that we can sort of take either route um, to work on our overall mental, emotional, physical well-being, right? And that, um, so I hear what you're saying um, and of course uh, agree and love it. And that's what it makes me think of is that like, so I know I've heard before like, you know, and we do this um, intentionally with yoga postures, even it's like when you hold your body in a certain way, it can be both because you're feeling a certain way that you're holding your body, like, or you're having certain thoughts um, that you're holding your body in that way. But also that when you hold your body in a certain way, it can elicit more of a certain feeling or thought. So like something I'm thinking about that I use with yoga in sessions is like, when we curl our shoulder, I'm, I'm doing it and Sammy can see me <laughs> say it because I realize that everyone can't see me. But like when we sort of curl our shoulders forward, that's an that's a common um, like self-protective, heart mm-hmm. space protecting, unconscious posture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also for those of us that are working at computers all day and like, so there's this like forward motion of the upper body that is linked with like depressive states and like mm-hmm. we feel less open like we are genuinely less open literally yeah yeah and so you it elicits a 
an, a mental emotional response from the way that you're holding your body, but also if you're feeling mentally or emotionally um, closed off, guarded, or sad, you are might also be more likely to hold yourself in that way. Both of those yes. things are true. And so we Absolutely. work with moving maybe the shoulders back and opening the heart and seeing how that feels and seeing if that creates like, so rather than trying to think something different, actually moving the body in a different way and seeing how that affects affective states or mental. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what you're describing is also inherently expressive Mm. because the, our body, although it's also, it's experiencing what that experience is in terms of, let's say that emotion, it's also expressing it. So it's expressing, um, I don't, this kind of makes me think of, have, have you ever, maybe, um, you're seeing a friend they haven't seen in a while and you greet them and they're like, you know, like, Oh, how's your day? And they're like, you know, Oh, it's great. But you can see their posture and everything is incongruent with what they're saying. So their words are expressing something different than their body is. And there's right there, there can be, um, I think that's a great example of how expressive our bodies are. Like you said, on an unconscious level, maybe we don't even realize that. I often find this where, um, I had a professor in grad school say this, um, to me, to the whole class at some point in time, where we were talking about the mind body connection and how it shows up and how she always uses this reminder of like checking in with your shoulders, because our shoulders can be where we hold so much tension physically, emotionally, mentally, and asking yourself like, where's your neck? Oh, do I have a neck today? Because that can be so, and I, I just like laughed. I was like, ha what a great thing. I asked myself this so often. Yeah. And it's interesting because I spend so much time seeing clients, um, uh, face to face over a screen that I can see myself and I can literally see sometimes like, Oh, I have no neck right now. <laughs> and, and it's just such a great reminder of those check-ins. So I've talked about in a couple of other episodes, the somatic check-in and that exercise is, really great for accessing the mind body connection, just understanding and checking in with how your body's feeling. So if you haven't heard those episodes, a somatic check-in is literally just like pausing for a moment, checking in with your body and noticing how you feel, noticing what's coming up for you. And you don't have to do anything with it. I think noticing is ultimately doing something with it. It's starting to do something just by noticing, just by increasing your awareness. But that right there is a really helpful tool to accessing that connection. The next piece of that could potentially be expressive. Mm -hmm. And then there are just so many ways that we can express ourselves beyond what we're often conditioned to be conditioned to think of as regular, let's say communication, which is verbal, right? Mm -hmm. Especially with what you all are hearing us through right now, you're just (laughs) hearing us talk, right? But if you think about it so much of communication, both with ourselves, like within ourselves and externally, we're conditioned to do through the spoken word or the written word rather than looking inwards, taking, um, taking kind of a time to check in with yourself, to recognize what's going on, on mental, emotional, spiritual, physical levels. And that's to me where this mind body connection comes into play is just recognizing the awareness of what's going on, because that can be when we access that, that can be what leads us to really develop 
increased overall self-awareness and can help to lead us um, to, I think, a higher state of well-being. Yeah. And it's so important to have that like internal check-in and have that sense of awareness. And I know you and I harp all the time on self-awareness because, because I think it's such a foundational aspect of mental health and, and overall well-being is too like you can't support yourself if you don't know what's going on for you and you can't meet your needs if you're not clear on what they are or even communicate them to others right um and there's so many thoughts that I'm having about the things that you're sharing that I'm trying to like organize them um but one of the things I thought when you were talking was I have absolutely you know I like like the unconscious stuff I have absolutely heard of um, people reference the body as the unconscious mind that like, um, <laughs> that we hold our unconscious in our body and our body expresses our unconscious experiences. Um, and so I think that's a really powerful just thought based on what you were sharing too, mm -hmm. of like how it expresses for us and we might not even be aware. Um, and the expression piece is making me think a little bit of, core energetics and a little bit okay. of expressive arts like of just like these ideas and not that those are the only ways I, I guess even like yoga or any body-based modality really mm -hmm. but I'm wondering maybe with your expertise Sammy if we could talk about the importance of that expression like I'm thinking so sometimes if it's unconscious if we have this embodied experience and we may be just starting to bring awareness to it or we may not be aware of it at all um I'm feeling like like what I've learned from working with people is that that can create like a an unconscious obstacle or a stuckness like those emotions can be held in the body in a way that is adversely impacting an individual without them even maybe knowing it or they do know it but they're hesitant to feel it um or express it or experience it and so things are sort of stuck in a way and I'm wondering if you might speak to expression and maybe expressive arts in particular, maybe not, um, on how we like maybe access and move those things. Does that make yeah. sense? That's a question. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what I hear in that and what I see so often is that we intellectualize our experiences. And so we're very up in the mind. And what I'm hearing you describe is this, like, how do you integrate and step into, especially when it can feel really scary and this is, I, I'm totally going to talk about expressive arts in general, because expressive arts is a multimodal approach. Mm -hmm. And I think this is really important because there's not one size fits all. There may be some forms of accessing your mind body connection that feels like unsafe, that feel like this isn't going to be the thing that helps me. And I see this a lot for people where it's like, well, I tried this one thing, or I tried this modality because you listed some great ones. And there are so many body-based modalities that are beautiful and can be so beneficial. And it can be really hard if you're already feeling disconnected from these pieces of yourself to know what's going to be helpful. So number one, I think regardless of what you're, what like intervention or what modality you're using is to allow yourself the permission to ease in and to lean in and to not have to do everything all at once. And this to me is why expressive arts lends itself so um, 
compassionately, if you will. And so one element of the expressive arts, sometimes I like to just say expression because the art piece can be uh, an area of kind of uh, a sticky area, right? Because we are conditioned to think of art as like this fine art, there's a right or wrong. And expressive arts, and believe me, I personally have a very hard time with this when I'm doing it, is all about the fact that there are no right or wrong ways of doing anything at all. So if you've ever come to one of my workshops, or if you you do in the future, you'll see that something that I repeat over and over again is this reminder of like prompts that I give for exercises that we're doing are suggestions. They're um, kind of points of inquiry for yourself. And if you feel like you need to do something different, you trust and honor that. That's the whole point of honoring what that expressive quality is. And what has to happen here is building a sense of self-trust. And that's why I say we need to ease into these areas because as much as it's our body, it can be like, you're talking about the unconscious and that can be scary. That can be that unknown. And So giving yourself the permission to know that there's not a right or wrong way of doing this and that leaning in is okay and preferred, very much encouraged. So something that I think is a really great, like um, an easy exercise to access this that I often use with clients and sometimes even for myself is when you're feeling something like asking yourself, where are you feeling it in your body? And just noticing what you're feeling there um, or where it is and just deepening into that. And if the sensation is too much or too confusing and unidentifiable, that was a hard thing to say (laughs) for you, ask yourself, what color is it? What might it look like? Because this is, you're still accessing this mind-body connection by asking yourself these questions and leaning into these areas of your body but you're allowing yourself to express it in a different way than let's say finding words. Cause I don't know about you. Obviously I like to talk. There are a lot of words, but there are nowhere near enough words to be able to describe or get anywhere near the abstract and complexity of human emotions and the human condition. And so being able to access different forms of expression, like color or imagery, and you don't even have to make the imagery. You could just talk about it or you can just notice for yourself. You don't have to do anything different. Mm -hmm. I, I like, I just love it. I get so excited (laughs) because I feel like, um, one thing that I'm like, oh my gosh, we should totally do a, a podcast episode on this is like an idea I'm having is I just hear so much of like, you know, the things that I love around like image and like working with image and and image as um, like imaginal and, and like the core of our experience. Right. And like, so image as a way to like deepen the layers of, of self-inquiry. And I, I know that Sammy, you and I have worked together with our different modalities because they lend themselves so well um, to each other. And that like unconscious image accessing and like then bringing in like I know you've talked about expressive arts many times as like um making the internal like giving the internal and external expression which to me feels very similar to like unconscious contents becoming conscious right like and um you know like for internal might not be unconscious but it might there might be aspects of it that are unconscious right like we're not necessarily thinking my sadness is purple right like that might not be a conscious thought so there's like layers that as you go into it and you start to explore 
on a conscious level, um, you start to integrate and learn about these things. So I'm just having the thought that that could be a fun um, episode to explore, like how yeah. our different areas sort of overlap and the way we've worked with that before um, mm-hmm. and how people might work with that. And I also hear like just so much beauty and wisdom in what you're saying around, um, you know, being connected with the body and giving it expression and being, meeting yourself uh, in the ways that work for mm-hmm. you and where you are and how I, I can understand why you love expressive art so much in the sense that like, there's so many places to meet yourself. It's not a one size fits all in any way, shape or form. It's like, it absolutely does. It's very fluid. Like it bends and shapes to like, like you were just saying, like you can, you can create an image or you can imagine the image or you can just notice what the image might be or what the qualities of the image might be. You might journal about it. Like, so I think also when you talked about like arts being a sticky word, it's like, we often associate art with fine art images, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe paintings or drawings or something, but the arts are really very multimodal. It's, you know, oh, yeah. writing, it's it's movement, it's, and I know that expressive arts is all of those things also, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fun. Um, so I'm wondering if, like for, what, for people who haven't been to a workshop of yours, um, when you're working with people, maybe in a group, and maybe you can also talk about what you do with clients individually, um, if it's different at all. But how do you work with expressive arts and sort of facilitating this mind-body connection or awareness or connection to it? Yeah. So I often, I would actually go so far as to say always, incorporate color because I think that color can be a really helpful tool. So kind of going off of the exercise that I was talking about before, um, the integration and like the multimodal, at least in the way that I practice it does typically mean that I'm using integration of like multiple modalities too. So let's say in like the expression way, it could be some form of movement with image making with guided imagery and like combination of things. Another really potent thing is to me is like, um, Connecting with your five senses can be a really helpful way of deepening your understanding of something. So particularly when it comes to accessing the mind-body connection through expressive arts, the workshop that I'll be offering, um, this is something that I think is really helpful to explore, to deepen the understanding of like where you are in a particular experience. So I would say in group settings versus individual, these exercises show up pretty similarly. And also they can, they're experienced in a very different way because it's very different when you're experiencing something in a collective space versus in your own personal individual space. I just think that's an important thing to kind of state because, um, I mean, even if you're like going from session to session, if you're doing it on an individual basis, or if you're doing different workshops and things like that it's going to be something that's different experientially every single time, even if you're doing the exact same exercises, which is actually something I really love about expressive arts is like, I don't, but I could offer exactly the same workshop every single time and you could come to it and you would have vastly different experiences every single time. And that I say that because that to me speaks to this mind body connection because you are a different person. You are, um, 
you are in a different experience every single time, even if the um, logistics of it are very similar. So oftentimes, if you're coming to a group, I'll kind of start with something like that exercise I was saying, we're like, just get into your body and notice how you're feeling. And notice if there is perhaps a particular emotion that's coming up. Um, deepen your awareness into your body. The five senses could come in and saying like, okay, now that you're there, notice something that you see, notice something that you hear, you know, going through the five senses. And then we can connect a color. I think that can be really fun. It's like, all right, whatever, like when you're checking in with your sense of sight, it doesn't even have to be something that you see, just checking in with your sense of sight. What color comes to mind based upon that experience? And I, I think something that's really helpful is just like, whatever comes to mind, that's what you, that's what you stick with versus like, I mean, I've gotten the looks of like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like (laughs) color, do I smell? Like that doesn't make sense at all, but nine times out of 10, there's a color that comes up. Right. And so not questioning yourself because we're stepping outside of the norm and the, the like I think societal expectation of how we understand ourselves and how we express ourselves. So a lot of times in, um, an expressive arts workshop, what I like to do is start with something and then just continue to integrate based upon that exercise. So something that I might do from there is incorporate music. I normally always have music playing because I think it can be a really helpful, um, like almost energy neutralizer and also a the opposite of that, because it can help to elicit certain feelings too. So what I normally always do when it comes to mind body connection in the expressive arts, when we're like really focusing on that is play music and encourage participants to move their body in a way that feels expressive to whatever is coming up for them emotionally based upon hearing this music. And it's like, it's so cool to be in a group of people and see how, how differently, but also how collectively people experience and express this. Mm-hmm. And then after that, um, deepening the experience of, okay, now what color comes through for that? And what does that look like? And then sitting down and creating imagery based upon that experience. So it's a very layered experience and each of those layers help to deepen your awareness. And the thing like putting music on that, I talk to clients about this all the time, like just put a song on. And even if you, um, I know you can do this on Netflix. I'm pretty sure you can do this on Spotify if you have Spotify, but you just like choose for me. And it just starts playing anything so that you don't have any preconceived notions of what kind of emotion is elicited from a certain song and just focus on what comes up based on what's playing and how your body um, responds to that. Because even a response is in a form of expression. I, I love how you're talking about um, like we're doing things sort of outside the norm. And you had mentioned earlier, like our tendency to like limit communication to like verbal communication or linguistic communication, like either spoken or written. Um, And I will say like, and I I know Sammy, you are aware of this also from um, the time that you spent doing intake stuff and matching stuff and also from working with clients yourself. But so Mm -hmm. many of our clients come in, although they might be hesitant to engage some of this stuff and I certainly have been hesitant to engage it myself. So no judgment Mm -hmm. there, Um, but it's so powerful a lot of our clients come in saying, I feel like I've, like I've done therapy before, but I felt like it was just talking. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, like, or I felt like um, I wanted to get at some stuff that I didn't know how to get at. And it didn't seem like I was getting there. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, where I just talked about what was happening week to week and I'm not really sure if it was helping. Right. Like, and so right. I think this is some of the stuff that although it might feel, I think it feels uncomfortable if it does for me, it does. I think when it feels uncomfortable, it's really about it being feeling unfamiliar and just like not our normalized way of, of communicating. But like, that's to me why it holds such, um, like gifts in it. Why, why there's so much to access there is because we're not taught to access it regularly, but it very much is real and alive part of our experience. And so because we're almost culturally taught in a way, I'm going to say to ignore those aspects of ourselves that when we go in and intentionally look and intentionally be with and intentionally express the way that you're describing, it might feel totally fucking weird. Um, and like also like hold quite a bit, you know, quite yeah. a bit of wisdom, quite a bit of information, insight, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I will say I've gotten had the pleasure of being able to uh, do lots of expressive arts stuff with Sammy over the years. <laughs> and I have felt myself shift um, in my comfort level over that period of time, right? Like it's like the first times I'm doing it, I'm like, mm, I don't know, like moving my body, I'm like like rolling my wrist, you know, as opposed to like making any kind of, and like, that's fine. That's totally like where you are is where you are. Um, but I do find myself now like feeling more comfortable with bigger movements or more organic expressions. Um, and so I think that's a really fun part of this, process as well is that it just like yeah. space for you to engage with it. it's like uh invitational maybe rather mm-hmm. than like directive right so it's like where yes. are you come on over and whatever you know whatever degree you feel uh able or ready to access at this time you know yes yeah well and it makes me think of what we were saying before of like we all have a mind-body connection it's really just becoming aware of that. And, and I shouldn't even say becoming, cause we all have awareness of it. It's just deepening your awareness. And I have said this word multiple times, but the word inherent it's inherent, it's innate. It's a natural part of you. You don't get to choose if you have it or not. And so I say that to normalize and say, you don't have to work for it. It's there. And that's why I say lean in. And like you just said, like, it can like, you can build upon it and it's likely going to feel weird. And it may not have like a specific outcome in that it's something for you to do with, because I know the response a lot of times is like, okay, cool. So I checked in and I feel it in my chest. Now what? Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes it's just like, you hold that, you become aware of that. Did you know that that's where it was before you asked yourself that? Sometimes the answer is like, yeah, I did. And sometimes the answer is like, no, I had no idea that that was there. And so it's just like, okay, what is that like? And then we can deepen into those other layers as it feels safe too, because a lot of times that's what we're doing is building safety. Yeah. And I feel like what you're talking about is also this idea of following in a way. Right. It's like, okay, so you notice that in your chest, like, and of course we are like taught to be outcome oriented and next, next, next. So it's like, all right, what do I do with that? And it's like, you feel it. Mm-hmm. And then like, know that the feeling may or may not 
instruct you in a, in a given direction, like, and that there doesn't have to be, but sometimes when we send, I don't know, like say you sense into your chest and the feeling is just, or the, um, I don't know, like the intuition, I guess, or the instincts around it is like, well, I don't know. It feels like maybe it wants to move a little bit and I start to move my shoulders or like, or maybe it's just like, it's, I want to offer myself support and it feels like I should put my hand here or, or it doesn't feel like I, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to feel it for a little, like, I don't need to do right. it particular, right? Like, but I wanted to offer that sometimes the being in the experience informs the next steps. It's like, we're trying to get to the next steps without going through, right? It's like, so yeah. where ultimately are we headed? And it's like, I don't know. We've got to follow your, your, your experience to yeah. where we're headed. Right. And sometimes we might not be headed there for several sessions or several times of doing this or many, many, you know, like it might for a, a while just be being there. That might be all there is to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I move naturally. Like I think of like alchemy it's like it's just the being in it alchemizes something because your awareness is on it and you're present to it absolutely I love that Sammy such such good stuff (laughs) (laughs) I am excited for your workshop really quickly um, before we end um how can when is your workshop how can people sign up how can they access you uh in that way yes so you can always it goes out on um well the email will be going out so you can always if you're on our email list you can sign up directly through there or you can find it on our website as well and i'm literally pulling out my calendar because i keep saying the wrong date um but it is thursday september 15th from um 6 30 to 8 so i would love to have you join us and I'm really excited for some of these things that I've planned for this particular workshop. So fun. And I would encourage you, if you haven't done Expressive Active, if this has like piqued your interest and you're like, hmm, or, and especially if you're like, I don't know, that feels like I'm a little interested, but also I feel weird about it. Like, I encourage you to go if you feel even a little bit open to it, because it's such a it, it really does have to be experienced like we can talk about it all you know and and Sammy does a beautiful job of explaining and describing and speaking to it but the experience is something altogether different and I think yeah. um you know being able to access it and and challenge yourself a little bit I would encourage that um because it does it does really do so much for our mental health and well-being and our self-awareness mm-hmm. and our insight development to have different experiences of ourselves in these kinds of ways. And that's um, part of why we offer all of these things here is to like, how do we get to know ourselves from different angles? Um, so if you're curious about it, I encourage you, I, you, I, you will not regret it. I'm sure um, Sammy is an amazing guide um, mm. those experiences. And so Sammy, in closing, is there anything that we like didn't hit that you're like, oh, I wish I had said that, or I was, I got away from this. Um, or anything that I forgot to ask you that was important. I am positive that later on when I'm laying in bed, I will think of that answer to this. But as of right now, no, I feel like um, without this being like a five hour long podcast, we have gotten to everything in um, a succinct enough way. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm sure that the answer to that is yes, but right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yes. Well, thank you so much for asking such beautiful questions and um, holding this space for me to talk about something that I'm really so passionate about. Yeah. 
Oh, it's so good to hear about it. Thank you for lending your wisdom. And thank you all for listening. And yes, thank you. Talk to you next episode. Bye. Bye.